This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and with me is Joshua T.G., assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And Maya Solano McDaniel, first Q and student at Aikido of Fresno. All right, we're doing it. Hello, everyone. Yeah. It's quiet in here. It's nice. It's a little, yeah. yeah. I like it. Also, we're podcasting so early in the day, we can't drink. Uh, I mean, yeah. I was thinking right now, I was like, oh, I'm going to pour some whiskey. And I was yeah, like, oh, no, it's a little early It's not that. ready. It's not quite that time. Not quite whiskey time. You know, they say. It's five o'clock somewhere. Five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They no. do. They do. Yeah. Uh, so we uh, do. Wait, it is, it is uh, winter, so you could have eggnog. Oh, yeah. You could put some stuff in it. I feel like that would be and I, oh, yeah, I maybe permissible. And I do feel yeah. like uh, right. if it's early point. enough, you could always do Irish coffee. Oh yeah, that's true. That's a good Early point. Enough, Irish yeah, we've we've solved it. We've yeah. solved it. Yeah. Uh, so that all being said, let's jump into our topic for this yeah. week. Um, so this is sort of tangentially based off of a question that we received in terms of like sparking the the uh, the idea, the catalyst. Let's say. Um, and it's Aikido footwork. The footwork in Aikido. What it is that we do, how we do it, what it means, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, uh, blah, 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 blah. That's where, blah, I'm blah, at. Blah. That's where I'm at about it. Because it is a traditional martial art, things like footwork uh, and talking about footwork become like of import, it feels like. Uh, and not that I guess that is with every martial art. Like you know, I'm sure people talk about boxing, different things anyway. Um, but even just sitting around, think talking quickly before the show here, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. I know what it is we do, like how, like the things we. But I don't know if you, if someone was like, "What's the Aikido footwork like?" And I would just be like, "We move forward, and yeah, we, and we turn, yeah." So. Yeah, Tenkan, Arimi Tenkan. I mean, I spent a lot of time studying footwork because it's of great importance, um, yet it's something that it seems like no one knows anything Mm -hmm. about. It's so interesting because, look, uh, at least for us and probably a lot of other people, Aikido is a movement-based art form, right? Yep. Like, it's all about movement. We want to be moving. Um, So... It would seem that the footwork then is very e- it's very simple. It's like how how do you move? How do you how do you walk? How do you move? How do you mm-hmm. and then you just do that? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean it, that that is what it is. <laughs> but it doesn't seem like that. And again, it probably gets back to, and at least for me, like if you're start if you're just starting with forms and having to like break the footwork out in through the forms that gets that gets weird it gets weird real fast and then if you have to then put that back into into in movement Mm -hmm. then it gets really weird yes Mm -hmm. and we see this a lot where uh when uh, you know when we start and we push people early like we don't do forms early we do just like movement stuff early but we see it early just trying to get people from like no 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 harmony or no stance uh to some sort of stance like Mm -hmm. 
and back and forth, like they people kind of freak out. They don't, mm-hmm. you know, it's like I'm moving left. Well, do I step with what foot? Like mm-hmm. I'm moving when it's like that should be intuitive, but it's not because you know, as human beings, maybe we don't move as much as we should. It, there's, I feel like there's a lot of shit all kind of flying around right now. But mm-hmm. like it, 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 when I think about Aikido footwork and like what we're doing with our feet, it feels really false to me like even though like mm-hmm. a lot of it is very simple like here's how we do a turn here here's how we do like a step and turn and that's like th- that's i mean you know that's stuff we might want to use and you see a lot of people that like you know Rimi tenkan is a super important part of their aikido because that's a movement they're doing a lot in forms or jiwaza or whatever um but it just it feels like not normal human movement and it doesn't mm-hmm. like the aesthetic is so different mm-hmm. and it and and so thinking about trying to translate that to something that, you know, if we're saying that this is some kind of martial art that we might use one day in a, some kind of real life interaction, it feels super weird, mm-hmm. super like, like a movie, you know, mm-hmm. like very like, um, I don't know, you watch videos of people like and the way that they move, you know, we were sort of we were filming some videos yesterday and we were all making fun of like the stances that people stand in, you know, like the weird, like super wide Hanmi with the hand out in front and the hand at your, you know, like at your waist and I'm doing it right now. And it just, it, it feels like, um, like a comic book yeah. or something, mm-hmm. you know? So it's interesting. So a lot of times, so we'll do like footwork drills, which essentially is like doing, uh, what we would call sugiyashi and ayumiyashi and then, you know, maybe some turns, but so essentially either, uh, moving forward on the, with keeping the lead foot or moving forward in a normal walking step yes. and we'll do it like across the mat and there'll be some call outs to, for what you should be doing, et cetera, so forth, like whatever. But the point of this is like being able to, um, do that in like do that naturally as opposed to do it doing it like having it be a thing is a real struggle mm-hmm. you know it, it is a struggle for it to not every time be a thing where i'm setting in a certain way and you know mm-hmm. and really making it so i can just smoothly walk you know, if you're calling the step, I should be able to smoothly walk without, I should be able to, you know, whatever. I, I think that there's this weird ha- thing that happens where like, so when people come into Aikido, a lot of people that start Aikido are not super coordinated, you know. And if we ranked someone's physical coordination, you know, ability to like, you know, if they if you say step to the left, that they're not going to like cross over themselves or something. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, like that I would give maybe like a negative number, you oh, know, right? Yeah, that, that bad, huh? Right. Well, I mean, I think a lot of people start at like negative five yeah, coordination, uh, you know? I mean... And so like what some of the stuff that we're trying to teach them is to bring them up to a zero at least, right? right like, just you know, them, we're just, just trying to get them to normal, right. how they should normally be moving. Yeah. And I think for that, the the stuff that we have, like the stuff you're describing where it's like, okay, step off the front foot, step off the back foot, do a little turn, you know, like that's all good stuff to get people to kind of not, be super uncoordinated but i think once we bring them up to level zero we're really bad at getting them from zero to five or Mm -hmm. to ten like beyond just okay we really like sort of suck at building people up past that and Mm -hmm. and i think we get stuck in the trappings and people get stuck in the like 
the Hanmi stuff and like the I have to stand in this really certain way that it put like fifty percent weight, fifty percent, mm-hmm, forty, mm-hmm, sixty, mm-hmm. Tw- you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it seems to me at least. So I'm making this way of talking about it up on the fly, just listening okay, to kind okay. of the things you guys are saying. But I, I think there's a few terms here we need to kind of suss out to get somewhere. So one is um, footwork efficiency and rate. Uh, and I think that's one of the things you guys are addressing right now. And efficiency just means how efficient is it to step in this way versus that way, right? So like when Maya said, step to the left and they cross themselves, it's like, well, that's an inefficient way to step yeah, to the left. That's bad, yeah. Okay. And then along with that is rate. And so like, this is another thing that Maya was saying, like, um, I feel like the footwork we do is so weird. Um, like it, it seems strange when we do it and not like normal. And then Josh also said that like, um, uh, that like, uh, it's as simple as moving forward and moving back and left and right. Right. So isn't that as simple as it is? Right. Okay. So Another problem happens when we talk about the rate of which we are making those efficient steps and the higher rate in which we have to make them, the least, the less efficient we tend to become. And so the efficiency becomes more important. And so we start stumbling over our feet at high rates where we wouldn't have stumbled over our feet at low rates. And so like, yes, it is all the same footwork we do. And, and yes, it seems weird the way we're doing it because at low rates of speed, you can get away with all kinds of shit that you can't get away with high rates of speed. So with Maya saying like, oh, it seems artificial and weird to how I would normally move, that is true because normally when you move, you can get away with stupid shit all the time. Whereas when you're moving at a fast rate and there's a lot of force in your body, you can't get away with it. So this is uh, very interesting. Uh, So in recent classes uh, for our like application uh, classes that we're doing, uh, we've been doing footwork drills. Uh, And there have been some footwork drills, some kind of side to side drills, like, uh, I don't know, I I can't, I'm not going to explain them, but they are essentially the same things that we would be doing, uh, the same footwork types that we would be doing in normal classes, just done at, uh, a, higher rate. at a higher rate. Mm-hmm. And uh, it took me a while of doing it before it clicked that like, oh, no, this is the thing you already know how to do. Uh, and then it was much easier because it was like, mm-hmm. oh, OK, I'm not I don't have I'm not learning something new. I'm just applying it differently. And, and I think that's a problem, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think that's one of the big things we got to kind of talk about here, which is efficiency of footwork and rate. And that's all one thing. Okay, then another thing we have to talk about that's coming, coming up is agility. And like when we say the word agility kind of colloquially, we just mean like your ability to move around with dexterity. But that's not what it is. Agility is the response to outside stimulus, right? So how effectively can you respond to outside stimulus? And that's what the word agility means. When when you're talking to like, you know, sports uh, medicine people and stuff, when we're using the word agility, we're talking about how, how can I respond to some unknown stimulus outside of me, right? And so that's important because... You know, uh, and Josh was kind of talking about this when we, we have drills where it's like, you know, sugiyashi, sugiyashi, yumiyashi, tenkan, and those things are being rattled off, and you've got to step that way when it's heard, and that can be hard to do. And that's an agility practice where it's like, how quickly can you, and Maya was talking about this when she was talking about coordination, how quickly can you get the idea in your mind to come out your feet? Right. And that's like that kind of coordination is the word Maya was using, uh, which is a connection between your mind and your feet, and how well can you do that? And that's agility. How, how quickly can you respond to outside stimulus? So... Okay, so let's 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 step back and maybe uh, talk about 
footwork as it is normally seen in like uh across and and it may not be the, it may not be the same for every sort of style every like whatever but there are probably some things that are universal within aikido training let's talk about that and then kind of parse maybe try to work out why that that is the way it is and and what are the things that we really we really need and we should really be focusing on right so i mean i think pretty much across the board and there might be different names for this but every school of aikido has a sugiyashi step which is sugiyashi which is um to slide forward on the front foot so if your right foot's forward you take a step with the right foot forward and there's a yumiyashi which is a regular walking step which is what a yumi means uh, and it's like a step from the back foot across right so my right foot's in front i step with my left foot to be my new front yeah, foot. normal walking right, step. normal walking step or- then we have Tenkan, which is a turn to the back side. And then we have uh, Irimi Tenkan, which is a, a Yumiyashi step followed by a Tenkan, right? And that's just a combination of the previous three steps. Um, so so that's basically what every Aikido school has. And, and in essence, that's kind of all you need. Right. Um, now, there are also angling steps, right? So we have like Yokoashi, which is sideways stepping. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Sankaku uh, Sabaki, which is like a way to organize in a triangle, or Sankaku Ashi, which is like to step your feet in a little triangle pattern. There's other little steps, but basically forward on one foot, forward on the other foot, and turning is the essence right. of Aikido movement. And I think what's really – I think the other thing is pro- that that's sort of problematic is like we also think – uh, because that's the only thing we look at, we also like kind of just assume like linearly, like you know that everything's like moving linear- right. linearly. So if I'm being chased, uh, I'm being chased backwards or mm-hmm. whatever. You know, it's on like straight line on somehow, a straight yeah. line backwards or in the sagittal plane is what we would say. Um, <laughs> and the same sort of moving forward. Uh, and so you know, for us, I don't know if other. Uh, you know, uh, styles have this, but you know, there's we're moving to sort of the uh, what we would call harmony, the of, of essentially like a 45 degree angle or a nine, like 45 90 to the side, uh, on either in either direction. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that we would be we're using all of the time in addition to our forward progress and our turning. Mm-hmm. So it's really like a very limited set of things that we're doing, it's not like it's a huge. Um, yeah. And I mean, here's the problem as to why everyone says it's so important and yet no one knows anything about it. Because what's important is that you can do that at a high rate with agility. Right. And um, you can't train that statically at a low rate. And so most people want to do forms. And so it's this slow rate. Uh, and you know what's happening. Right. right. So even if you do a fast form and it is at a faster rate, you know what's happening. And so you can also get away with a lot more shit because right. you know what's happening, you know. So it, it lacks agility and it lacks speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then there's also another thing we got to talk about in footwork that's kind of getting mixed in here a little bit is relative footwork, right? Which is positioning, right? So yeah. how I how I how I align to something else, and that's an important part also. And that's relative footwork, and you know we call that uh, taino hinko, like how right. I position myself to someone else, how I vary the line. Uh, yeah. So man, I'm just trying to figure out like. Uh, what uh rabbit hole to fall down and to follow through on this um because there's just the yeah there's so much about each of those things of like okay well so like how do we how do we improve any of those things how do we you know begin to sort of 
take what we're doing in the forums at a low speed and move it, move it, move it, move it, move it to a higher speed. Yeah. I mean, so you can get some results um, for learning to move at higher rates by just doing the forms faster. That's absolutely true. And um, the problem with that, like especially for newer students is, you know, say we looked at a weapons form. A weapons form has lots of footwork, intricate footwork patterns in that are done at a high rate if you can do the rate. But there's also a lot of other learning you have to do beyond footwork itself. Right. To, that, yeah, because yeah, you have to not get hit in the head and you have to balance your stick and you have to do all this stuff, you know, and, yeah. and really the same is true even if you're doing regular forms. And, and, and why I picked on weapon forms as opposed to taijutsu forms is because weapon forms tend to be a little longer. Mm-hmm. And so you get more footwork right. out of it. Right, right, right. Whereas with the with the taijutsu forms, it's usually about three steps, you know, so right. really not that much you're getting. That's kind of why I was of the view that I was, which is that like most martial arts sort of just bring you up to zero. Like mm-hmm. if you, if you kind of are starting out really uncoordinated. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. bring you up to an okay place. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good way to talk about um, it. Yeah, because you know, I feel like you know, so you you transition, say, your some of your weapon stuff into some sparring, and you just kind of throw yourself into it. Um, I really feel like all that shit that you learn, all the the not only just the footwork, but all the forms, all the stuff, kind of goes out the window. Mm-hmm. You just start sparring, and you just do what you do, and you're so focused on not getting hit in the head and you know trying to keep your shit you know keep your mind together like the, you're not worrying about like oh i'm taking this exact angle or i'm not going to step this way or i'm gonna step that way that all goes out the window and so i really feel like i, I i've changed my mind but for a long time i felt like man like all that footwork stuff it's good to make sure that you don't cross up or do something silly but beyond that it's just um, sort of distracting or sort of like in this aesthetic thing um, because once you just do something, you're just going to do what you do. So why, you said you've recently changed your mind. Why have you changed your mind? Well, like from what? We've been doing a lot more footwork stuff and I, I am starting to see the value of um, training yourself more precisely to be able to, like your body to be able to take movements in certain ways because mm-hmm. there's there's weaknesses that I found in myself that I didn't realize were there. That like, you know, my ankles need to get stronger. My knees need to get stronger. And so like that sort of stuff. Right. And it's interesting. I mean, like I wish, uh, you know, I don't, you guys don't know Maya, but it's not like Maya has regular problems in life. Right. But when she starts moving at a high rate and dealing with higher forces, she realizes, oh, my ankles aren't actually strong enough to take that amount of force because she's now moving at top speed and trying to turn around, right? right? Doing 180 at top speed, hard, really, really hard. Yeah. Well, and I think there's other things that you wouldn't even really notice unless you're really looking at it. For instance, uh, I'm set. I'm waiting for someone. I have to move quickly. Um, Am I taking three preparatory steps before I'm able to take a step? Exactly. Um, I have to move right or left. Can I in a single movement explode in one direction Mm -hmm. or another? Mm -hmm. Or is it like uh, you know, so they talk about the weight and where you're supposed to situate your weight and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Um, and, you know, in one sense, it's like, eh. But in another sense, it's like, well, you need to be able to recognize that because if you have your weight set incorrectly mm-hmm. and you have to move quickly, you're going to need to figure out how to be able to shift through those things mm-hmm. really fast. And if you've never done it, and we, we see it all the time where it's like, and we see it just in normal, like having people do normal steps. It's like, okay, we're going to walk across the thing. And before they step, you know, their foot, one or the other foot 
or or maybe sometimes both move before the step even comes off you know Mm -hmm. so some of it is like just looking at how you normally move uh and being able to like pare it down back to like what you were saying about efficiency you know Mm -hmm. um and getting efficient but here's the thing Unless you you do it, you're not even gonna know that you're right. That you have that doing problem. it because you can get away with it. And you have to have speeds. you have to have someone watching you because you, you're not gonna feel it. You know, I don't know how many times you, you'll ha- someone will be doing that. Don't move your foot before you move. Oh, okay, don't move your foot before you move. Okay, and, you know, because to them they're not right. Right. They could probably even be watching it. I have literally videoed it, a know. student before. I've literally yeah. videoed a student before to say, "Look, you are moving your foot." Right. I think, and this is the thing, is, like, I was aware of that sort of stuff of, like, you know, uh, stand on the line, don't move your foot, and they're going to cut at you, and you just take one motion to get off the line. Mm -hmm. And so I was aware of that kind of practice of, like, you know, oh, this thing happens where my foot moves and, you know, in preparation for a movement, shit like that. But, like, that still felt stationary to me, and that's not dynamic. Mm -hmm. And, like the reason that i felt that the footwork all the like silly little aikido footwork stuff that we did was whatever when it came to moving to sparring is because it was like going from zero to 100 where when you're sparring you're moving all around you're doing whatever and there's so much happening and so overwhelming that you know for me it felt like well my feet are doing fine Mm -hmm. the last thing i need to worry about is my feet right now because there's so much other shit so many other skills i'm working right now like trying to make the right decision with multiple attackers or Mm -hmm. trying to make sure that i keep good distance and get back to the center and move around um to where i need to go you know like that is all takes such precedence over what my feet are doing or you know how i'm Mm -hmm. how i'm stepping certain directions or how i'm you know whatever and so it just it felt like you're just going to do what you're going to do and I'll build those skills as I need them because I've got other shit to worry about. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. But now that we've been doing what we've been doing in class, which is like dynamic exercises, which is somewhere in between the zero and 100, you know, we're, we're working at, you know, 20 and 50 and 70, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Those intermediate places where it's like run over here, step to the side, hit this thing and then be done. You mm-hmm. know, that's like sort of dynamic and it takes, you know, I'm, I'm going hard. But it's not like I'm worrying about a multiple right. No one thing. else is attacking you. Right. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's I can, there's less for me to worry about. And yeah. so seeing that and realizing like, oh man, I really didn't move laterally like I wanted to. Right. Right. Or I, I didn't um, flip around like I my my feet did something right. weird. You know, and, I took extra steps or whatever the fuck it is. Talking about the scenario you were talking about before, because there is so much going on, you don't even realize that right. you stepped poorly sideways. Yes. Yes. And like that's actually what led to you getting caught. But you are just focusing on the getting caught because there was more going on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, then, and it's interesting because so hearing you say that, it's like mm, I understand what you're saying, but it's like the truth is, uh, and and. Whether the way we do it in Aikido or not, you know, is the best way to do it. But the truth is, if you have the the footwork, those other things become easier. Right. Because right. then you don't, like Chris is saying, there's a lot of times where, you know, you, you may think you're making the correct thing, but your feet, your body, your whatever aren't working efficiently enough. And so that's why you get caught or that's why you, you get held up. So it's like, if you can build that base really well, then then you can do what you're saying, which is like not have to worry about your feet. Yeah. You know, and then just worry about everything else. I think the issue for me is like, because like I said, it was so zero to 100 that like the zero. So like 
the practices that we were doing with footwork before were like, you know, sugiyashi, sugiyashi, ayumiyashi, tenkan. And that is so, so zero compared to boom, boom, boom. I'm moving around. I got to, right. you know what I mean? Right, That's, right, it's, right. it's like worlds you can't, away. You couldn't draw a parallel. Sure. I couldn't draw a parallel. And not right, only right. that, but like Chris was saying before, I was doing so much weird shit in my sugiyashi, sugiyashi, right, ayumiyashi right. that like... I was not walking like a person. So, I was doing weird karate stuff. Mm-hmm, yeah. And my hips were doing mm-hmm, a thing mm-hmm. and my feet were doing so a this, thing. That, and it's this something is the else. other thing that I that I think becomes an issue. Uh and, and it and it kind of goes back to like like form training and the ways that people uh, approach form training sometimes. Look, I could do sugiyashi ayumiyashi all day and not do it correctly. Mm-hmm. Like not do the practice mm-hmm. correctly. Oh yeah. So it's like if you're doing it correctly, it should be difficult. And it should be, um, and and it it should feel difficult, and and it should be teaching you something every time, you know. And maybe it's not going to get you where where you need you think you need to be like right off. But you know, it's like okay, can you? And this is what I was talking about. Can this is what I do when I'm doing it? Can I make those steps as natural as possible? Like like nothing. Like I'm just standing. I'm walking. Standing. Walking. And that I feel like will translate that's what translates as it begins getting faster i think that and i think you're right like the natural thing is really what it should be it should be natural right it should not feel super weird but like when you get into martial arts practice you sort of lose sight of what natural is well and like and and i've been in like i've been doing martial arts long enough and i came through an awkward phase came in at an awkward phase in my own personal development i was a weird like preteen you know so like i developed through martial arts and so martial arts taught me how to move and so whatever weirdness i have now is either leftover shit that never got taught out of me or stuff that i picked up in martial arts um that you saw or that i saw right Right. and so i'm not saying i'm not responsible for that but i never knew what natural movement actually felt like well right and and does anyone ever even right like talk about that like no one ever goes like dude don't walk like a martial art guy right you know or don't like you know um no one even and that's the thing is like how can so it's like when you're doing a a a chill practice you know a zero or a ten right like you how can you go am i moving naturally if you don't even know one what it feels like or two what it looks like or three you know what i mean like there has to be more intermediary steps like a 20 a 30 a 40 where i can go oh, here's kind of what natural feels like in those, and I'll bring it back to when I'm doing a zero or a 10. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Chris was uh, asking me the other day, like, hey, are you tired right now? Like, how tired are you? On a scale from one to 10, how tired are you? And I realized that I didn't know how to rank how tired I was, mm-hmm. and I didn't know how to self-evaluate how tired I was. And I was like, well, what do you mean? Do you mean, like, mentally tired? Like, physically tired? Like, um, am I breathing hard? Are my muscles hurting? Like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, how much more can you do? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> no one has ever asked me ever in anything like, yeah, how much more I have left in me, right? I've always ever just done PE, right? Where they say, go run a mile and then do 30 pushups and be done, you know? <laughs> or karate class where they say, you know, do these this form until sensei claps and we do the next thing, right? Like, no one's ever asked me to self-evaluate that. And, of course, I, I, I guess I should have been self-evaluating this whole time. Yeah. But when you don't have someone sort of asking you verbally yeah. and having to answer verbally, it's just kind of like, I'm kind of tired. 
I'm going to push myself to keep going or I'm going to stop, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's mm -hmm. all there needs yeah. to be. I'm going to keep going or I'm not going right. to keep going. But like having to put that into words is really, really, was really challenging for me. And I think this footwork stuff is kind of a similar thing where it's like we need, there, there needs to be, it needs to be broken up into pieces and yes. like, you know, rather than just being zero and 100, yeah. I'm, I'm going to continue or I'm going to stop. You right. know, and I mean, I think that I think exactly what you're describing is the state of traditional martial arts and footwork, which is there is here are the proper things to do. Here's how you step and stand and all this stuff. And then just go do it. Right. Right. And there's not a lot of build in between. Right. And if you look at modern sports training, all of it's build in between, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. in fact, most coaches don't even really talk about why uh, you do the things you do, because it's not really important for the athlete to do that as long as the athlete can do it. Right. And so like, they'll figure that part right. out later. That's exactly right. Which if they is, want to become a coach, then that, cool. And that's 100% in uh, Aikido, I think, you know, as we're doing like Rondorian stuff, you know, there's footwork stuff that like, you have introduced from other places. Um that's like, oh, that's exactly what what we need to fill this thing that right. happens, this problem that we keep uh, coming across, right. you know? And here it is suddenly. Um, which is cool to see because then you can also go back and go like, yeah, this is why I really need to figure out how to do a, a good, quick Tenkan. Right. This is, you know, people talk about that. Like, well, can you do a Tenkan or maybe Tenkan, like, you know, uh, quickly and, and whatever, uh, dynamically assertively whatever but why am i doing that like why am i doing that well it's because if you don't you're gonna get smashed yeah, on your face exactly right. and also if you don't you're they're just gonna follow you you know right. so you you have to be able to do it in such a way that that tricks them but you also can't do that necessarily even in like the highest level of geowaza and possibly not even into rondori depending on how you how you're doing it or once you get into rondori then you can't pull the the needed stuff out of it right you know what i'm right, saying right, 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 right. which is sort of what maya was saying i uh, you know like you just do what you do but the problem with that is like it takes a lot longer to to pull that knowledge back out and be able to reapply it you know right 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 yeah um it was pretty eye-opening the other day um chris was watching a video and i was looking over his shoulder um just some chick some sprinter um and uh she's a what was she like a um, college athlete or I don't remember I, what video we were watching. I, <laughs> I watch those all day long. <laughs> right. I, but I had never seen it. Um, and, and, you know, she's a sprinter and she was showing like all of her like warm up stuff and then like some of the basic sprints that she did, did. And I never realized like the amount of like shit that goes into warming up and every single thing there was a reason for what she was stretching mm, right. the you know she was mostly did like some dynamic stretching and like different kinds of practicing um like you know she would run with her toes up or she would run with high knees and like mm -hmm. that was always shit like to me in school or whatever that we would do like um it just seemed like silly shit to kind of keep you like interested time killers or something yeah yeah or like you know just like now do this okay now do this like sort of fun and silly and mm -hmm. like looking at all that shit it was like you could tell that every single thing she did there was a purpose to um why she was practicing you know striking with her heels or you know pulling her legs up really high or starting in a deep squat position before she started running like everything had a reason it is something that's really missing from martial arts you know is so and it's just because it's because 
when these traditional martial arts were built, this technology wasn't around. People didn't understand this, but now it's, it's kind of really well understood. There's an activation period, which is waking up the muscles and the, the neurological system to fire those muscles, right? So wake up your glutes, wake up your, um, your, uh, plantar flexion, flexion, glutes. work up your, you know, wake, wake up, up, wake up. Glutes. Yeah. Wake up. <laughs> wake up. Um, glutes. But, uh, so, so, right, you know, nice. there's this Slap stage. That's like waking things up and, and that's what you're going to do to avoid injury and get the highest function out of the muscle. Then there's development, which can be broken into three phases, right? Hypertrophy, which is gaining muscle um, strength, which is to actually strengthen the muscle or power, which is to strengthen the muscle in a, in a duration of time. Um, so that's the development phase. And then there's the muscle lengthening phase, which is like stretching, what static stretching is. And all of those are important to maintain healthy muscles that work and not get injury. And so like we need all those phases. They don't exist in traditional martial arts. Maybe they kind of colloquially do in some little bits, but we don't get why they do. And so because we don't get why they do, we sometimes do those and sometimes don't or we forget or we frick up the order, you know, like mm-hmm. that order is also important, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, it's not that we don't do shit like that in class. You know, we, we have our little stretching oh, yeah. and our little warm up. We do some rolls, but it feels more just like, um, okay, everybody, let's get in the mode of class, you know, right. stretch our wrist right. out it's a little. General, right. like, like, it feels general. Right. right exactly. Right. It doesn't feel like specifically for the things that we're going to be doing. Right. You know, not right. that we don't like stretch our wrists because we're going to be doing a Nikyo in a bit, but right. like it feels more vague. Right. See, the problem with that is too, like when you do it that way, and you know, I still run my traditional class this way because this is traditionally the way it was taught, but to do month muscle lengthening before you do activity isn't really a great idea. Mm-hmm. One, because you're cold yeah, you're and cold. your muscles can't right. be lengthened and then two you're actually less strong after you lengthen something so that should be done at the end of your exercise so that way you go home and chill out but if you do it right before you do activity you're weaker and so you're more likely to get hurt right right? Right. and so like that is something colloquially we do you know it's like oh yeah we know we stretch when do you stretch is important you know yeah there's like a lack of um planning and intention with those things like the the intention with all of that feels much more like hey everybody just got off work before we get into forms let's Let's do some rolls it's like we use it as a bit of a warm-up right i'm warming up by you know yeah but like warm up in a broad sense not in a specific sense yeah Yeah. so okay let's uh so we kind of keep on on track a little bit here uh let's talk about like specifically like what like if we had the layout like the import the important parts of like footwork and what we need to do, what people like, what we want to look at, what are those things for us? Yeah. I mean, so like, I really think that the model for traditional martial arts is to develop a coach first and then get some ability with that development and then to become as good as you possibly can. And I think that's flipped of what, say, modern sports kind of says we do, which is to do as good as you can and then to correct those bits and then to learn why it's happening, Mm -hmm. right? Because, Uh like, what happens kind of in modern coaching is, like, the coach is your thinking analytical mind and then you should just be the you just do the thing yeah you just do the unconscious mind part so um so in that model if that's the model we're using which is first learn to be a coach and then learn how to do those things efficiently and then be as good as you can so when we're learning the coaching phase we have to learn why the steps are done the way they are and what makes them efficient or inefficient you know so like that's the first thing you have to learn well and i'm i'm even stepping back further than that, like what are the like what are the ste- like what are the things that we should be 
look like what are the because there's not i don't think there's that many like what are the things that we should be focusing on well so i mean those are of... those three things i think are the things okay so first you got to learn what it is you're doing right like what what is an efficient movement then you've got to learn to teach yourself to do that unconsciously and then you use it for whatever skill specific stuff you want at its highest level okay so i think i'm either asking about a uh the efficient movements that uh-huh, we need uh-huh, uh-huh. or b the the skill the skill part of it uh, sh- okay so that's what i'm asking about like so you want to know like specifically what the the skilled things we need to yes i think that's the thing that like people who would be listening to this right. would be interested in like okay got it, got it, but got what it. do i need right, <laughs> like, right 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 well okay so you have to have a sugiyashi yumiyashi and tenkan we said that before now you have to understand where you're carrying your weight in your sugiyashi yumiyashi and tenkan right so meaning um, do you carry your weight backwards? Do you carry your weight forward? Do you carry your weight 50-50? Um, what do you do when you transition into a turn? How do you carry your weight when you do that, right? What you're going to learn is that really is dependent upon whether you want mobility forward, mobility backward, or stability. And I think a big problem that most Aikido people hit is their stability they, first. Right, they want, yeah. And stability first is really a problem when you're not a big jacked dude. Right. If you're a big jacked dude, right. you know, if you're uh, half Tor Bolrenson or whatever his name is, then yeah, man, if you're the mountain, you can fucking just stand there right, and like right, be as right. stable as possible. Right. But if you're not that guy, then you're going to have to make concessions and that concession is either going to be moved forward or right. backward. And then from that, you should quickly learn that moving forward is better than moving backward. So we in, uh, from our whatever... We would say mobility over stability. Yes, absolutely. So, the if if the your focusing is on stability, your prop like footwork to get stability, you're probably not doing yourself a whole lot of favors. Right. right. Knowing that this is a movement art. Right. Yeah. And I think this is a place where we could get in a lot of trouble and people get upset because dynamic stability is different than static stability. Static stability is like standing, um, like, you know, in a squat kind of stance, and if someone pushes you, you don't go anywhere. And that's like furu no shise, right? So like, you know, Aikido schools that have that concept like of, uh, what do you call it, my uh, weight underside, right? right? Weight underside, that's that that kind of concept. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, you got to do ki Aikido to learn about that. Weight Um, underside. (laughs) Weight underside, right? So that's this concept that you're just immovable. You know, you're just strong and push all day. That is static stability, and that's different than dynamic stability. Dynamic stability is the ability to put a new foot down right. where you're falling. Right. And, and that is what we want. Right. We want damn we you always want stability, right? Like Of course we do. Sure. Yeah. It's like right. we don't like to fall down. Right. Yeah. But it has to be dynamic. But, right. Because yeah. But when we're in a static position, we should favor uh, mobility over stability. And right, so that means right, we're not right, going right, to be waiting right, 50-50, sure, right? right? So 50-50 weight isn't really that great. I mean, it's okay, but it's not that great. And so what you'll learn is you really should keep your weight forward. The vast majority of your weight, whenever you're standing, should be forward because that makes moving forward faster. Right. Whether sugiyashi or yumiyashi, and, you know, the details of this are like I'd have to sit and explain it to you. But <laughs> but the way it works out is basically if you keep your weight forward, you'll move faster forward. If you keep your weight back, you'll, you'll move, move faster, faster back. Backwards. And so if you're always holding your weight back, Back, you're always preparing to go on your heels and run backwards, and that's always less efficient right. than moving forward in in a conflict situation. And I feel like, from what my um, anecdotal evidence that I've seen, in class, like that's what people do. Like when we're resting, when we're chilled out, mm-hmm. we tend to settle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we sit tend back to on our settle heels. back. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and that's a lot of the reason why 
then people, as they prepare to move forward, have to do all this weird stuff instead of just immediately right. setting to uh, setting to that forward foot or setting to the, yeah. I heard there's a story about uh, Greeks in war and that when they were capturing someone and they told them, hey, we're willing to capture you, if they fell back on their heels, like if they would relax the ball of their foot and go back on their heels, they would they would try to take them hostage. Um, but if they stayed on the ball of their foot, they would just kill them and not even attempt to because wow, they, they, knew they knew that if like, someone was on the ball of their feet, they're ready to spring. And so it's like, I can't trust trying to get you at this point. Imagine being in such a position that you could notice. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. right. That right. you're on a battlefield and you're like, that dude is ready to you're go. You're going to fuck me up right now. <laughs> um, okay, so let's, so, uh, and that's forward and backward movement, right? Um what about like this side to side thing? Because we do a lot of like lateral movements mm-hmm. that I think maybe people don't even realize are happening, um, and I think there's a lot of confusion about how do how do we move laterally. from side like how do you move laterally? Because yeah. people make weird people want to do weird things. Mm-hmm. So the trick to moving laterally is understanding that lateral movement is almost essentially forward backward movement just done sideways and i know that sounds stupid <laughs> but but when when you're when you're talking about the weight of a person standing on the ground it's the same so for example when i have my weight in my front foot and i'm gonna move forward if i'm gonna move sugiyashi on the same foot that's forward all i do is pick up my front foot gravity will pull me down and my back leg will push me forward and that will make me travel forward yeah, yeah. now if i want to move to my right and my right foot's forward it's the same i just pick up my right foot my left leg will drive me to to the my right and I will yeah, land yeah, so it's yeah. exactly identical now if it's a yumiyashi and my right foot's forward and I want to move forward I keep all of my weight on my right foot and let my left foot swing past right, right to take the right, new right, now if right. I want to move to my left I do exactly that identical motion except I let it move out to my left mm-hmm. instead of just forward right, right? so forward and backward movement in our system if you if you're using it the way I'm talking about left and right is it's identical same, to right. that it's just sugiyashi and, and that's sort of what I I was wanting to get at because, um, you know, it's like when when we talk about the ways that we move, it's like there's only two, realistically, two ways. Ayumiyashi, uh, Sugiyashi, Ayumiyashi. We're either... We're either keeping our lead side forward or we're switching our lead side in everything we do. If it's a turn, we're either uh, keeping our lead side forward as we turn or uh, doing what we would call an Iwimi Tenkan and switching that lead foot. That, that's right. it. You know, we're right. either switching our lead side or staying lead side forward right. as we're moving. I think the other thing, though, that was f- challenging for me was as we started doing this um, and we hadn't quite delved all the way into uh, working on these skills um, in that middle zone, um, we started doing stuff where you were having us, like, move normally mm-hmm. <laughs> as in not stand in hanmi mm-hmm. and just like run forward mm-hmm. or yeah lots of running forward mm-hmm. um and i found myself wanting to move in an aikido way which is to say keep one foot forward Lead like foot essentially forward. Yeah, stay yeah, yeah, yeah. in hanmi mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. do like this like shuffle step yeah. thing um or if we were moving to the side right so say i've got josh in front of me and i'm trying to get around him to one side or the other and i'm standing square what i would want to do is so you know say i move to my right on my right foot i'd stay on that right foot doop doop doop, doop as i'm going out to the side rather than taking a step on the right and then running out with and, both feet you and know the reason but the reason we the, the reason we do that and it's a good reason mm-hmm. is because we're assuming there's a weapon 
So what you want to do, which is the smart thing, is as you're moving me down, you keep that weapon side forward the whole time. And so you're, you know, that's why it feels comfortable to do that. Right. It's because we're so used to it. Now, that becomes a problem when we add in speed, if I want to move fast. Yes. But that's, I mean, that's the reason that we do it. Right. And but that's the thing is, like, we hadn't filled in that middle zone. And so to me, it was like... I'm doing some weird fucking right. shit, you want and me I don't to just know. Run, right? But like I want to do this. And yes. It's like, yeah. And like the two parts of my brain of like you were saying, just move normally, run with both your legs, you know. Right. Where I wanted to like keep that one foot forward because I'm doing Aikido stuff, right, and like right, that's. Right, 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 right. I think we we get there's an, an importance to understanding Hanmi, like you're talking about, you know, sugiyashi, ayumiyashi, moving left and right, and mm-hmm. and where your weight is, and that's all super important, and that's why we have to work from. Hanmi is because we're Ropa working Nukumai. on rope, yeah, rope, rope, um, whatever you want to call it. Um, uh, I think most of our listeners will recognize it. As Absolutely, Hanmi. no, it's right. I'm just trying to get myself out of that habit because I notice I say it at the wrong right. times, and I'm like, oh, uh, stop. And doing I think it's yes. probably. I mean, yeah. Anyway, um, though I think the issue with that is we get we become attached to the aesthetic or the the trapping of it being being in hanmi well and then we when we start moving right. dynamically we want to hang out in hanmi right, right, which right. is bullshit here's we should the, just be moving with both the, our legs here's the real reason for that is because we don't know what the fuck it is right. like we don't know yeah, right. like yeah. because when i'm talking when i'm when why do you why would you even move into that position with a with one foot forward like why because you're gonna take a step <laughs> yes yes but that's the thing is it's a... and if you have a weapon why would you do it right. i'm gonna put that foot forward because that's the lead hand right. that's what i'm threatening with right. yes why would i not want that well suddenly that is under attack i want to switch sides so i could keep it away from someone right. you know so it's like if we don't even understand why we're using those the the patterns that we have then it's going to become a problem that's like true. i'm not just moving forward on a forward on my forward foot because that's the way we're taught. No, it's like I'm chasing someone down with something that's long and sharp, and I want to keep it as close to them as possible. And that's the most efficient way to do it. Right. But I think this is the thing that's hard is it's like you're like exactly what you're saying. It's a snapshot of having the foot forward, right? Um, the issue is, is even if you tell me that consciously, and I have understood that, that it's a snapshot of what we're doing. And when we're moving right, around, are, right. it's a snap, like it's a snapshot of a moment is un- unconsciously. I have trained it so much in Hanmi that right. it's hard for my unconscious mind now to catch up to the fact that I should just be fucking right. moving. So right, right, I right. also come against this problem a lot, uh, which is you go, you will go to the thing that feels comfortable. Yes. And if that's what, and we train that a lot, that's what feels comfortable. Yep. So that's yes. why you're doing it. Yes. Aside from what, like, if you were making a choice to do it, is because, well, that's just, that feels comfortable. I feel like the that's how I can move most comfortably. Yes. So it's like getting beyond that. You're being able to be comfortable with anything at any time, I think, is the the hard piece of it. Yeah. And of course, I, you know, I mean, I'm sure everyone understands this, but we're speaking from a perspective of, we're talking about Aikido as a movement art and, and moving around. So, like... For other martial arts, there is different purposes to standing, you know, for boxing, standing with one foot forward and dancing around with continuing with that same foot forward, say. There's other shit going on with that. We're talking about Aikido with movement and staying dynamic, moving dynamically. Well, you know, yeah. So for Aikido, I mean, there's a reason that you could not do that is because there are multiple people. 
Right. So someone right. is going to be at a position where that's not going to be possible for right. you, even if you yes. wanted to. Yeah. So I just wanted to bring that in because I'm sure people could be like, well, but in other martial arts. Yeah. Uh, you I mean, know, you know, I, like, I think a glaring example of a thing you're saying is, is in football, uh, American football, the defensive back American stays football. in a square stance. And the reason is because their job is to go left and right, right. really fast. Right. Right. And so right. they want right. to stand in that stance. So when they're when they're trying to stop a receiver, they can cut left or right, right. quickly. Right. And what a receiver's trying to do actually is draw them into that staggered position so that way they can't keep up with them. And so like there's a glaring example of how a different use means you want to stand right, differently right, right. Yeah. yeah they would never stand that way because it would be ineffective it's them. not yeah, yeah not nearly as effective right yeah so i mean i think we're circling back to like having to understand what you're using right, the footwork right, for right, 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 right. is imperative to how you train it and how you morph it into. when well, i wonder a lot ankle. of times like if people even under like if generally we even understand what the footwork is that we that we have and that we use you know yeah i mean i i think i think we pay a ton of lip service to us and people understand on some level that it's very important because it's the foundation of everything you do everything you do is a movement um yet i think most of them are doing what maya was talking about herself doing which is i know what the basics are but then i'm just going to kind of throw that out the window once i go fast because there's too much other shit to pay attention to right yeah yeah and so you have to, like we're learning, yeah. build back. Right, like everything's, right. at least for us right now, um, and it's actually not for everyone either, like I'm saying this, but like for Maya, myself, probably for Chris, it's building back. Hopefully we get to a part where yeah, the people uh, below for us the are... people below us, it's just building. Right, yes. that's right. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. And I think it's important to understand, you know, is like, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with the fundamental stuff taught in Aikido. No, I don't no, think no, it's no, wrong no. at all. Yeah. It's just basic. And like, and you need uh, more of a scale f- instead of just being black and white. It needs to be more of a scale. And like zero, Maya was saying, you know, zero to 100. It's like, well, okay, you need to fill in the 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, all the way up. Right. So that way you understand how to do those things. And you can yeah. see where you're failing. So uh, let's... Uh, basic footwork drills, like what you would give people to work on, and maybe like you know two levels up, three levels up. Like yeah. Um. So I mean, you know, I think the first thing you need to do is learn uh where your weight is held uh in in your kamai. Um. I think that's absolutely essential, and then um understand how you efficiently move from that kamai. Um, forward, backward, left, right, turn. Um, so how you do that. And then after you understand to do that, you need to begin to build some baseline agility. And the drill I use for this is a clicking drill, which is basically I have um, uh, these little sticks and I click them. And one click is a sugiyashi, two clicks is an ayumiyashi. And then I also say tenkon. And so why that's an agility drill is because it's learning to take it from your mind, responding to your outside stimulus to making your feet do it. And that's very basic, right? But but you have to be able to do that. And you'd be surprised how difficult oh, that is, right? Right. Especially if you start stacking stuff and calling stuff and timing stuff weirdly. Right, and, right. Yeah. And, and once you can do that, then I believe you need to take your basic footwork and build the rate at which you do that. Things you can do to do that are ladder drills and ring drills. And so basically these are just uh, patterns. You move through them very fast. And it's a known pattern. So that means we take out that criteria. There's no more agility in it because you're not responding to any outside stimulus um, other than just the ladder that's there. But you're trying to go at the highest rate you can with your foot. So you're ingraining the speed, the rate of the efficiency in. And it makes you do it the same every single time because otherwise you know the ladder is the same the same spacing every single time right if you find yourself you know 
falling, like stepping on the ladder part. Or then stepping out. You're or stepping right. Or right. Too far ahead exactly. or, yep. Right. So it, it makes you do or... it the same every yeah. single time, That's which right. is really nice. That's right. And so, and, and that again is, you know, it's like, you know, so maybe if the, the other one's like, you know, zero is just, you can stand and not fall down. And then like <laughs> one is like, you can do the basic footwork. And two is you can do the agility stuff. This is probably like 10, you know, all the way up to 10 where you can take it at high rates mm-hmm. of speed, you know? Um, then after you can do it at high rates of speed, you want to do high rates of speed with agility, right? So um, I use a flip drill for this sometimes where you stick your feet in a ring or I put out three different cones and you have to go to the different cones. Like anything that requires variables and we're going to do the same shit we did with the the agility ladder, except now we're going to do it off of Speeds. response to your head, Speed, right? Right, right? Okay, then we need to do a check-in with your students and uh, or yourself and you need to see are you aching and beat up after that shit? Because otherwise you're headed to injury as we go further. And so then you need to look at strengthening, right? And so I recently did this with the guys. I could see we were already starting to get some pre-injuries. So we started building strength in those areas so that way we could hit them back again hard, right? Then you need to be able to do it with more and more stimulus, right? And so this is this is going to be the ongoing thing, right? Can you do it while hitting? Can you do it while circling? Can you do it while something's coming to hit you? Can you do it while other people are hitting you? Can you do it after someone hits you? Can you restabilize yourself and go, right? So you're just adding more stimulus constantly until eventually you're doing Rondori, which is, you know, all of the above right. really, really fast. Right. And that's 100, you know, as Rondori, you're doing as fast as you can with someone trying to get you. And I, you know, I mean, we've talked about this a little bit before, but like, Building all this really slowly and really fully, by the time we get to Rondori, hopefully this means that we won't be having as many, you know, broken toes and, you know, bashed up faces and all the shit that happens in Rondori because you are going at 100. And there's no way to avoid injury when you're going super hard totally. But, you know, for me, it's really a sore point that all the years that I built up to doing Rondori with students, then we all get fucking hurt and (laughs) we can't keep going. And I want to keep working on it. And so it's like this time around, I'm really dedicated to improving the health of everyone as much as possible before we get there you know yeah that's super i mean it sucks because it's like you have to slow yourself down you really just want to go to rondori we all do like that's the uh you know eventual goal but if we take our take it slow before we get there then hopefully by the time we get to that place we can hang out there for a lot longer right which is the goal right and yeah yeah well i i I hope i we did a we we moved around a lot of stuff and some of it was, you know, that's fitting for footwork. Ten, moving around, yeah, moving yeah, around, tangential, uh, I think. But I think it's, I, I think we hit most of the things pretty well, you know, because I feel like it's at one point, and this is with all of Aikido, and this is the whatever this, I, what I struggle have been struggling with, where it's like, look, in one sense, it's the easiest thing in the world, like it's like, uh maybe or simple not easy this is the simplest thing in the world where it's just like look you're moving forward and back side to side but it's not easy (laughs) you know and so uh depending on how you look at it it's like uh don't make it too complicated in one sense like don't complicate it for yourself by trying to put all these weird things in it right keep it simple but at the same time don't let don't let it get or don't forget that it it is not a simple thing to do. Like it's not an easy thing to do. Right. If that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Like simple and easy. Like yep. it, it, it will be difficult. In fact, at any one of those stages, if you want to sit and really scrutinize it, it becomes difficult again. This is what I'm saying. So like yeah. we were yeah. talking about the uh, Sugiyashi Ayumiyashi thing. That should be difficult for you 
Every single time. Every single time. Right. And if it's That's not, right. you're not doing it correctly. Right. There, I guarantee that there's something you're missing. So as the clicks come off, if you feel like you're getting it every time, something's wrong because right. it should feel like you're behind every time because you, you know. Right, right. So right. for me, it's always like, ah, I can't move fast enough. Well, that's how it should be. It is how you it know? should feel, yeah. So. Yeah. And you could do that, like you're saying, the whole way through. Yeah. You know, if you're going through the agility ladder and you're killing it, well, you're not, maybe you aren't moving fast enough now. Right. That's so. exactly right. I think the important thing with that is to understand, like, for something that is the agility, so like the, the clicking practice, right? That's focusing on responding to the stimulus quickly. Yeah. So you should feel like you're never fast enough. Right, right, right. But you shouldn't feel like, I'm fucking up my Tencon. I need to focus on fixing my Tencon right now. Right. Because that's right. the wrong that's right. thing right. to that's be right. feeling that's bad right. about. That's right. right. You know? Right. So that's another thing. Like, you know, so like making yeah, that's sure. that's a whole other. Right. <laughs> Once you get the signal to do the, the thing, it should be flawless. You know, once you get the signal to do Tencon, it should be flawless. Right. Now, you can always improve your your realization of the signal to the response sure, you know right, you right, always right, improve right, that right yeah so just but like making sure that the 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 thing that you're working on is what the drill is wanting you to work on right well right that's another <laughs> that's a whole I found that, like i found that in myself where i'm like ah my you know my form of how i'm doing you know this ladder drill right now is is weird but this is not this I can't focus time. on this right, right, right now, right. but maybe we're, after we're done with this round, I can go back really quickly and go over it a couple times. We were doing, you know? uh, we were doing a really simple yet uh, amazingly difficult uh, practice the other day, where you sit in a chair and then you try to spring up to a jump um, immediately from sitting without without any other actions, without leaning forward or anything else, moving your feet. You're just you're sitting in a chair and then you jump up. And uh, one of the students was like, uh, like it, I realized at first I was like, oh, this isn't too hard. And then I realized, oh, I'm cheating this way and this way. And then now I feel like I can't even jump up anymore because I've it. I've yeah. eliminated all those little cheats I was having. And that's how you should feel. It's like, how am I cheating this? How yes. am I? How am I trying to get away with here? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And you'll find yourself. I mean, that's yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. All right. What's our time? How's our time? Oh, we're, we're golden. Oh, fifty-eight gold minutes. Oh, yeah, right. that's a long one. Yeah. That's also kind of. Let's thank our patrons. All right. Thank you so much to Logan Balls to Bones Heinrichs, Adam Nicholson, Matt Whalen, the Dirt Wasp Podcast, Chris Comouth, Jackie Champagne. Yeah, I train Aikido. My favorite move is the six-pack snack attack where we resolve <laughs> issues over a few beers and nobody is arrested. Me I love too. that. I love that. That is, a, that is a good one. Yeah, man. I feel like uh, sometimes it may take more than a six-pack, but you know. Six-pack snack attack. Snack attack. Like oh, there's, there's snacks involved. Snack attack. Yeah. I'm interested in what the snacks yeah, are. I figured. I figured. <laughs> <laughs> because depending... <laughs> You, well, we got some like we may have beef some jerky, issues. some, we some may salted have peanuts. Some, yes, what we got? Salted peanuts. That sounds good. <laughs> All right, uh, Brad V, Yaro Madrona. I'm Mori Hayuishiba, and I approve this message. Brooke Ferragamo. There's no opposition in knife fighting. <laughs> You're getting Tommy, better every thank time. Thank you. Tommy Siff, Francis Cordone, Scott Triangle, Circle Square, mm -hmm. Aikido, the original Squid Game Burns, Dave Dewberry, Sension Center. Oh, wait, I got to scroll down. Uh, Barrett Lippy, Sam Sulian, Okan Ayrton. Randy Stewart, Hillary Jones, Constantinos Andrew, uh, Friends, Sometimes I Pay Attention, Martinson, okay. Yuli Simgu, Brian Crowley, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Christopher Yacido, Matt Mumford, and congratulations on and thank you for four years, Aww. and Lenny Acuna. That was Grant Templin. Yeah. Thank you, Grant Templin. Thank you. That was a good one. Yeah. Well, um, tip of the week. I honestly think the one that Chris said right before is so good is like figure out how you're cheating. Like, mm -hmm. what are you cheating? How are, how are you trying to make it easier yeah. on yourself? And 
don't let yourself do don't that. Don't let, yeah. Because there's that's, always something. That's a stupid hard one, though, because a lot of times you don't even know it. Yeah. You got to have someone else go like, dude, you're cheating, you yeah. know. <laughs> we had this student. Well, I'll come in and do it for you if you need. <laughs> we had this student, he Send was like uh, like 15 or 16, and uh, he comes, he does this stuff, and I'm doing these like stretches, and, and, uh, and he's like, he's like, he announces to the class, you know, like, oh, I'm really good at this. I can really stretch at this. And so I look at his form, it looks like shit, you know, and I'm like, straighten your back. And he's like, oh. Oh, I can't, I can't do it now. Yeah, that's the way it should be, you know. And then he does the same thing like three times in a row. <laughs> yeah, but it's that like you know cheating and like we like to give ourselves that pat on the back, you right. know, and like right. yeah. see, I can do this so awesome. I always, uh, if I'm doing something really well, then I always like kind of worry a little bit, like I'm not doing I'm it. Right. I'm, I'm not yeah, doing yeah. it right for some reason, you know. I think that's a really good thing you just pointed out. Is like we always want to pat ourselves on the back for that, and I think it is important in our training to keep ourselves mo- motivated yeah, okay, to yeah, find absolutely. something to pat ourselves on the back for. Sure. But instead of it being, oh look how good I am, I am at this. It's look how much I've improved. Right. Or right, right. look how hard I worked. Today I yeah. made, I, or even just today I showed up and I did it. Yeah. You know? And those are all great things to pat yourself on the back for that's not giving you a, like, a false sense of, you know, inflated ego or whatever it is, you know? Stretching's um, such a weird one, too, to be like, oh, look at how good I can stretch. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I mean, d- don't get me wrong. There are times when I'm like, man, I really wish I could, like, I wish I could be more flexible. Like, I look at people and go, oh, that guy really has flexible Let me tell you, though, as someone who was not that long ago a stretchy child and a bunch of people going, oh, you're so So flexible. Look at you. You're so flexible. And now you're not. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) um, I got into, like, kind of like an inflated ego about it in a weird sense. and now it's weird. It's so weird. It's totally weird. But, like, as a kid, you know, as someone, like, as a kid that was coming to karate class and, you know, feeling weird about all kinds of things i was like ooh, but at least i you know at least no one can get me with their sankyo or so you know whatever remember, bullshit you know remember uh at combat con so we were doing this class and it was uh it was i think it was stretching for whatever yeah like whatever yes and there was this guy that came in and he was a gymnast fucking and gymnast stretch, in the stretching class and he did all the stretches and it was awesome you it know was crazy and it was totally this kind of thing where like he had this sense about him you could just tell like he was sort of showing off and totally there were, there were a couple of things where um he totally he was cheating uh-huh. and doing stuff uh-huh. uh and it, he could do it better than anyone else mm-hmm. but he was still cheating still cheating and i was like yeah but look at your f- form dude like right. <laughs> congratulations to you to be able to you know and so it's that same thing where it's yeah. like Hey, that guy's awesome cool but like you'd still be better than all of us and have yes, good form yes right yeah. So if you're are... listening, sir, it was still impressive. <laughs> I, it was, yeah. I still give you. <laughs> this still comes from a place of jealousy. Right. Um, right. Sir. <laughs> sir. Yeah. Well, I don't want to. I'd want to think that I thought he was an asshole because I don't think he's an asshole or anything. It was just like you know, I would probably have done the same thing. Like, yeah. Look at me. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's hard to find a way around yeah. that. I think that that's it. Then I suppose. Yeah. yeah. So good. All right. We'll talk well, to you guys. Yeah. Uh, We'll be back. We'll do it again. We will. Yeah. See you next week.